Hello, everyone, and welcome to After the Storm. This is Hamna. And this is Roha. And today we are changing things up a little bit. Instead of our usual guests that we interview for you folks, we have two guests joining us today, and they are from the U.S. of A, from another podcast. So this is the very first Ooh. crossover slash cross-border collab. Wow. wow. I like these terms. Yeah. <laughs> so joining us today are Maz Khan and Maz Ali from the Daisy Standard Time podcast. Thanks. Oh, Thanks for having down us. south. Yeah. <laughs> I feel honored to be your first American guest. This is uh, it's, it's kind of some pressure, I feel like. Yeah, I was going to say, are you, I don't know, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that, but uh, we'll do our best. You guys are going to be great. We also had our first <laughs> British guest this season, so this is an exciting time this for us. This season is all about like foreign exports. That's all we're International. In. Nice. international. Nice. <laughs> Super international, wow. Yeah, so we want to get started by just chatting with you guys a little bit about your podcast. What is it about? How did it get started? Can tell you give us, us a little... Uh... Yeah, tell us the spiel on Mars Squared. Oh, so much. Uh, <laughs> would, 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 you, would you like to give your version, Maz, and then I'll give mine? <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll give the condensed version. Um, so basically, uh, Maz Ali lives in LA. I live in New York, but I used to live in LA, and when I lived out there, um, I was uh, very perturbed to find out that there was another Maz out there. For the longest time, I thought I was the only one. And so upon meeting this guy and realizing that we had a shared love for all things Bollywood, uh, we decided to kind of take that love and turn it into a podcast. So, um, you know, here we are about a year into things and um, had more than a thousand people subscribe to our Instagram page and social media pages and gotten a lot of uh, good feedback from our podcast. So I guess we're something of a, of a Bollywood experts at this point. Um, at least we've, we fool people into thinking that. So Podcast um, experts, I'd like to say. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Fobcast expert. No, Fobcast. Ooh. I, I kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> I think we're on to something here. We are, man. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Um, no, that was, that was essentially the, that was the story between him and I. A uh, small detail he left out was that we low-key – high key uh, hated each other um, because <laughs> we had one another's name and you know we're kind of cynical in our own way and self-centered and so Maz kind of knows like who the hell is this other Maz that's dare how, roam around with my name on the west how coast there you have my name yeah okay. and then Start I would I have work for <laughs> I your mother <laughs> <laughs> for real I had I was visiting uh, my family up in the Bay Area during one Christmas break and that's around the time that Moss Khan was still in LA and he was really getting embedded in the LA scene out there and on all these like WhatsApp groups everybody was like oh my god Moss is so funny and I was just like haha they miss me yeah yeah I know I'll be back in no time and then I realized they were talking about him and I was like no this is not tight and I was like what the hell is this Moss Khan and uh <laughs> We honestly know him. It's always been a pleasurable. Uh, we always set it off um, and, and had uh, good combos and just, yeah, he's a good guy. So, yeah, and here we are. I feel like that's how all podcasts start. The hosts dislike each other. Like, I had a very strong dislike of Humna when I met her. Good. I didn't dislike you. I just, <laughs> I said I disliked you. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> Maz and I just crossed our legs. Tell us more about this drama. Yeah. Okay, it was very traumatic. I'm not thought she was all of that, and she was like too good to like be friends with me. No, I did not. I just Ooh. I didn't realize she was trying to be friends with me. Okay, that's what was happening. I'm not. I wasn't picking up the cues. You like literally just confirm what she just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just going downhill. Um, really but I feel like we can tell our little story on another episode. Yeah, a, another time. The whole ordeal. 
we'll hire a therapist to do that session with us. We honestly need to do it. Yeah. Um, so obviously, since you guys are the resident experts in all things Bollywood, that's what we're exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we like to call the topic WTF moments in Bollywood, right? Things that just make you go, what the hell just happened? But before we get into that, we've all been stuck in lockdown, quarantine, whatever you're calling it. And so what's a WTF moment for you from that quarantine season, which kind of is still going on? Okay, the most recent thing that's really cool, I think that's pretty funny, is that Donald Trump held a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, thinking that there was going to be a million people who had like registered for it. And first of all, you know, fuck Trump. But second of all, like... Uh, um, like apparently a bunch of K-pop, the heroes we didn't know we needed, literally. a bunch of K-pop fans. Literally, shout out to K-pop stands. I mean, that is amazing. They registered for this convention by like the hundreds of thousands, and then like pretty much only like thirty, thirty-three percent or fifty percent of what the attendance was supposed to be showed yeah. up, and so, so Donald was left looking like an idiot. So. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I was actually, I was reading upon how they did it too. And first of all, like TikTok of all places to um, talk there's about a, like a political plan that you're going to do yeah. is, is very unlikely. There's been unlikely. lots of organization on TikTok, like in terms of the recent movements. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys heard about how like when the Black Lives Matter movement was picking up, people started like counter protesting and started doing like white power hashtags or like white lives matter. But like K-pop stands literally just flooded that hashtag with fan cams. <laughs> and so like when people went on it, it was just like BTS fan cams. Wow. <laughs> the the fans we did it like the heroes, we just didn't know we needed, but the ones we deserved. Seriously. If if yeah. we had any like uh if we were if we were worried about uh, the future at all literally this makes me like so like confident that the, the future is indeed bright and we have a good generations coming up ahead of us mm-hmm. yeah. from this ordeal yeah i think so um i'm gonna share my wtf moment because this is very uncharacteristic for me so drake uh recently bought a house in toronto and a lot of people have been going to check it out <laughs> and i've Rook. been making fun of those people because i'm like why would you go see drake's house like just google it why google would you maps. go to 21 park lane yeah uh i went there <laughs> i went to see drake's house because uh we had nothing better to do my roommate wow. is a huge fan so we're just like hopped in the car blame it on the roommate and drove sure. around that's exactly what I'm doing. Shout out to Manny. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so um, I think I want to get started with today's topic. And I'm going to kick off with this. So just in terms of WTF moments, the most recent one that happened to me was, okay, so I like to watch trailers a lot. Okay, I haven't seen that many Bollywood movies, but I know a lot of songs. So Hamna's a fake in this entire podcast, guys. We have to kick her out. I don't watch <laughs> Bollywood movies as you going to I, a podcast about Bollywood. I do, just not as much as I probably could have. Um, So I was watching trailers, and I was watching the trailer for Bala, because I usually watch Ayushman Khurana's movies, okay? I feel like he has, like, he does them on good topics for for the most part. Um, And so one of the actresses in there is, like, you wouldn't call it brown face, black face, but it's like brown face, almost like she's darkened by several, right. several skin tones. And I've seen her in other movies. She does not look that dark, right? Is it Pumi Bednicker? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I can't remember her last name. And so I was just kind of stuck. And so um, one of the songs actually in the movie, I think it's called Zindagi, um, it starts off with her talking to him about accepting himself and all that, um, which is really ironic coming from a woman that's literally darkened herself to portray that role of like self-acceptance. 
Um, and it kind of leads me into the issue of anti-Black racism and colorism in Bollywood and how that's still so rampant. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I was just going to say, you know, to your point that you don't really watch a lot of Bollywood movies, I think that one of the things that we focus on a lot is Bollywood really is a manifestation of our culture. Um, in a lot of ways, it's a projection of South Asian culture and the, the values and themes that we often, you know, embody or whatever. So um, good on you for recognizing that, I think, because I think that's something that plagues a lot of the industry, the whole brown face thing, because, you know, I remember when I was, um, this is back, I guess, in college, I was watching Bilu Barber or Bilu, as I guess it's called, which has Lara Dutta in it. And, you know, Lara Dutta, I remember her being like a very similar skin tone as maybe like Priyanka Chopra. She was maybe a little like one shade darker or whatever. But in that movie, because she's coming from like a poor background or a more kind of like rural background, I remember thinking like, why, why does she look so much darker than I remember her? And I actively noticed that to the point. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh my God, they like literally use makeup to make her look darker because that's what poor people look like apparently and in Daisy yeah. people's minds. So it's definitely a thing and it's, it's rampant. It's in a lot of movies. I think the most common or not most common, but recently I saw it in uh, Gully Boy even. Yeah. Uh, Ranveer was like, I was like, did they just make him a little bit darker? Like what's, what's going on? Um, even though he is, he is like a more, he, he is, I think typically on the darker side anyway. Um, but yeah, they just kind of exaggerate a little bit more, but that's another one. Um, I think Hrithik has done it also in Agnipath. Um, saw it a also in like Mohenja Daro, right? Like he was completely in brown face for Mohenja mm, Daro. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I noticed it with Alia's character in Urta Punjab as well, because she's shown to be from like a rural town right. like she's a migrant and to show that they she was in complete brown face and alia's like really light like she has british yeah. ancestry that's how light she is right um mm -hmm. but it's just it's there and i remember i think like the first instance of brown face that i saw was in the song hava havai uh that's three davies in from mr india oh and, yeah and like it's just like it, that's just a complete mess oh my god yeah. you're right and like, wow. I just, I was just looking at like from 1987 to now, like there hasn't been change. Yeah. yeah. yeah WTF. It's so interesting that you bring up Gully Boy because I didn't actually clue into that. Like I watched that whole movie, really enjoyed it. And I haven't clued into it until today that they did that. But in hindsight, all the background characters, everybody there is much more dark skinned than they would be in any other movie. And I feel like with Gully Boy, there's just so many other layers that play into it as well, because essentially it's like a movie um, dedicated to hip hop, right? And we can't have conversations about hip hop without the presence of Black culture, but that complete like aspect was con was ignored in Gully Boy, when the rapper that like Gully Boy is based on, right? He says he was definitely influenced by Black hip hop artists, and like the you know, cognizant choice to remove that from the storyline is also like, like right. there's lots of underlayers. Right. Yeah. When white girls wear, you know, uh, bindis to Coachella, it's a cultural appropriation. But when random Mumbai uh, brown boys start rapping like uh, Biggie, that's not cultural appropriation at all. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's always interesting, I think. And I think you bring up a great point that they completely left that out of the story and the homage mm -hmm. that needs to be paid. 
but since 1980 whatever till now it's it's still just it's rampant you know and, and it's part of our culture and something that we need to address and deal with yeah and i mean and to to go a little further into the topic i mean who are some like darker skinned uh actors or actresses that, that come to mind i know recently uh nawazuddin siddiq he tweeted i'm not sure how recent it was but it was fairly recently in the news that i think he was calling out bollywood saying that just because i'm darker skinned like i still deserve to uh act and and work with like the big dogs you know of, of the industry um and he kind of specifically was uh pinpointing on the fact that he's like darker skinned so yeah i mean just to kind of add on to that too um but i know uh ryan Mukherjee, someone that comes to mind bipasha basu is another individual that comes to mind um and konkana sen sharma is also like on i guess the darker uh side but i think mike holmes with like just name dropping them is like it's so sad because in the beginning of their career they're like you know they're their original color but because of like culture and you know advertisements and pressure all of them like underwent treatments i'm not sure about konkana i don't think so but like i definitely know bipasha and rani did which is just so sad because like yeah you know in terms of the message that sends out and even like when choosing for roles let's take two states for example right um alia Bhatt's character is supposed to be from like chennai right um that's in south india but they still chose alia Bhatt to play her yeah exactly that can i segue into one of my wtf things in bollywood with that because you just brought up a great point which is people being casted in something they have no like no place being casted in and two states is a great example of arjun kapoor's shitty (laughs) existence in this world much less in bollywood and the fact that he was casted into a bollywood movie and has had multiple not just one multiple roles ah it just it it ruins my day every time i think about it baffles me every time i watch him on screen and i haven't seen him that much arjun can't act what he's is so going bad. On? He's really bad. He's holding yeah. on to the fact that he's Ranveer Singh's boy uh, yeah, for the life of him. Yeah. And th- that so that nepotism that exists in Bob, I mean, if you're part of the Kapoor family, you're basically guaranteed a shot. And not just a shot, multiple dog shit movies that mm-hmm. will somehow still perform at the box office. And Urshan Kapoor is, you know, every once in a while you get someone like a Ranveer Kapoor who comes in, clearly a big talent, you know and has made a bunch of movies that some are still trash, but there's a lot of good ones there too. Yeah, he's a good like, actor though. Like that's his like- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's his thing. Just salvageable yeah. point, but man, so many people can't act. But yeah, there is always a hype though. I remember when like Abhishek was coming out too. Oh God. Oh like, my God. Oh, this son <laughs> is Refugee? coming to oh Bollywood. Oh okay. my God. Wait, can yeah. we talk about Abhishek? Because like, he wasn't offered the movies that he can do because I don't think Abhishek is a terrible actor. I just think he can't do masala movies or like the yeah. like imagine yeah. Abhideol's like movies given to like Abhishek. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like he can do yeah. indie stuff really well. Yeah, but that's just my pro Abhishek agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you oh, like that. Uh, I didn't know you had a pro yeah. agenda. I, think, I can get like, behind this. I really enjoyed Delhi Six. Like I thought that was Delhi Six was great. Right? Great, 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 and like yes. I just don't think he's been offered the correct scripts. Kind of tying think, back into what we were talking about too. Do you think it has to because he was, I think, darker complexion than his father, yeah. right? Exactly. I mean, do you yeah. think that that might even have to do a little bit of part of it too? Or just the fact that he has to live up to 
his father, who is arguably the greatest, right? Yeah, I think, like, he just couldn't live up to his father. And, like, I think he could have been as successful, like, had as much critical acclaim if he chose the correct movies. Yeah. I think it definitely ties into that whole butcha name right and you want to do something big you want to do those hit masala movies and all of that and he didn't really try to stray away from that so Mm. it's interesting how that plays out for sure yeah yeah (laughs) we got bluff master (laughs) see someone does watch a little more body with a yeah it's the song i haven't i haven't seen bluff master i know all (laughs) the songs songs are so good it's okay uh, (laughs) what's that app shazam i'm like a desi walking talking shazam interesting <laughs> that is that's my expertise um kind of so kind of going back sorry but not really on that whole colorism point right so colorism is something i feel like that's much more recognizable but when it comes to actual anti-blackness i feel like and tell me what you guys think about this right i feel like it's done in such a way where it's hard to notice at times so for example 100 Right, so my examples for this are like I was recently watching Malung, obviously for the plot. But not for Deroy Kapoor's body. No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> um, so as a straight as a straight man, I would definitely still be watching it for his body. Dude, did you see the yes. Netflix promo for that? I logged into Netflix. The first thing I see is Aditya Roy Kapoor taking his shirt off and jumping into the ocean. Obviously, I'm gonna. I watch have a that. I have a weird relationship with Aditya Roy Kapoor because anytime I open my fiance's uh, Netflix, it's like all Aditya Roy Kapoor all over. I request. I'm like, well, I do you want to tell me? She's like. She's like, uh, how's dinner, honey? Uh, <laughs> so you can't be mad about that. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Um, so watching that movie, right? The one, like in the entire movie, the only actual black person that they cast, so not somebody that they colored dark, they painted extra dark, a real black person that they cast in the movie. And what's his role? A drug dealer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, similarly in fashion, the movie that Priyanka Chopra did a while ago, her character has this like downward spiral. And what's at all the way at the bottom of that downward spiral is her waking up next to a black man. That's when she's just like, oh my God, I need to go home to my parents. But the thing with these scenes is they're like, just like tiny one-offs. I think, Mm. sorry, just to like chime into that point. Yeah, go for it. While it's like, I understand where you're coming from. I think Bollywood's or just in general, like South Asian culture, um, and then this, I guess, would be specific to India, but it can be applied broadly to South Asia too is anti-blackness is often tied with casteism and I think that's like a conversation Mm -hmm. that's like much much larger but like what you'll notice is like people that are upper caste they're always lighter people that are lower caste they're shown as always darker right so Mm -hmm. there's this like quote that went around it's like across all cultures why do darker people suffer the most and I think that's completely present over here as well that we're Yes, anti-blackness is a conversation that needs to happen, but it ties into something that's like much more, like that. That's like a systemic conversation, and that's the conversation of casteism and how that yeah. acts, and like that's obviously tied to everything else. I think one of the things that you said that really struck a chord with me was the fact that sometimes it's done so sub subconsciously almost that you don't even realize mm-hmm. it's happening. But if you go back and look at movies like Lagan one of the most beloved movies of all time and a movie that you wouldn't expect to be racist. And yet you go back to Lagan and you look at what do the poor village folk that are not named Amir Khan look like? 
you know yeah. they they make the hero shine and the, the reason why he is like the gold emblem of the of the village is because he's the he's the lighter one you know and all the mm-hmm. ones especially if you get into even the caste system within the village when they have the kachra the the, the that's his character name but the but the lowest caste um mm-hmm. individual in there he's the darkest of them in skin tone and that's not an accident you know they cast it in a way that it shows people in a certain light and you know what that does over generations and years of uh, brainwashing really is you know you you look at something and you start associating it with something else and you know growing up as a pakistani american like i always remember seeing these images and being like oh yeah he's he's darker he's poorer or whatever like subconsciously it's just it's taught to you and you have to overcome that as an adult yeah no i was gonna say another one uh i just realized subconsciously you don't realize it but even in devdas kalibabu his name is kalibabu but he's like the kind of the perverted like villain yeah uh of the movie I didn't even, not... oh god i didn't even think of kalibabu like until yeah. you mentioned... oh god wow. and and like at the same time like kind of to piggyback off what mk was saying um i call him mk you guys can <laughs> too um but uh is that it's like over all these years and being so deeply embedded in our psyche and our subconscious that there's so much work that we have to do to really call it out now to kind of reverse it right so i think you talk to for example like in light of like blm and everything that's happening you know politically and with racial inequality in the world right now you talk about with your parents and i think for the most part like you know for your our parents for example like they understand like racism is bad and they understand that okay like black people are mistreated and and darker skinned people we have a stigma against it but then like they can conceptualize it but then it's in the everyday activities right we're there may be a slight microaggression or comment here and there. And that's when you have to really jump on and be like, no, 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 you can't say that. Right. Because it's so deeply embedded in us. We don't even realize that we're doing it. I think like, just to piggyback on your point in terms of when we talk about our parents' perceptions of all of this, like growing up, even like the songs that they used to sing, there's like anti-black sentiments in there or like colorist, especially like, I was just thinking of like other WTF moments. And I was thinking of the song like Chitti and Kalaya. What yeah. is that? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Your white wrists entice me. First of all, why wrists? <laughs> just hey, hey, am I hey, you go, hey, am I go to the Middle East and talk about wrists. I know that's, that's, that's that good, good stuff right there. Oh shit! Or an ankle, ankle. Yeah, yeah. Throw Muslim agenda. Feet are a big that's thing far. in South Asian culture. Do you know how like we adorn our feet with like piles and stuff? Like that's also another conversation. Why are feet a thing? Because they're hot. Uh, MK's like, guys, it's 2020, catch up. <laughs> Foot fetishes aren't normal? What? <laughs> what? What? Okay, no, wait, wait what are we talking about zone. here? Yeah, how do we get here? Free zone. I don't know how we got here, but kind of a segue. Um, WTF <laughs> moments around women, right? And depictions oh, yeah. of women in Bollywood mm-hmm. that I didn't even realize was that problematic until I started rewatching old classics. So like in Kuch Kuch Hota Hai, when Kajol is like, or what's her name? Simran, right? It's yeah, Anjali, yeah. bro. That's DDLJ, Anjali. Yeah. DDLJ is Simran. When I say yeah. I don't watch them that much, I mean it. Okay, Anjali, sorry. Uh, when Anjali is we forgive you. Like, thank you. Um, <laughs> When Anjali, they're out in Europe or something, and like she gets drunk and she has that whole song. And, and then next morning, 
Was You're not in Europe. Europe. Oh my DVLJ. god. I'm a mess. Somebody take over. I can't. I quit. I'm retiring. This is my last podcast, Roja. I think you're thinking about DDLJ when Simba gets drunk in Switzerland and they have that song. Yes. Um, thank you. I'm Banger. embarrassed. Banger. <laughs> Um, but after that song, right, once that song is over, the next morning, they wake up and Raj implies that, like, something happened between <laughs> them. And she's just, like, she's yes. terrified because she's like, oh, no. And then he's like, oh, no, just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Like, I'm just. I, it was so I weird. Not a cute know? joke, dog. It's not a cute <laughs> joke. <laughs> no, I that? Like blocked that from my memory. Mm-hmm. Dude, you got to yeah. you gotta turn your brain off sometimes. It's, it's, it's so rapey. Like, yeah, it's literally yeah. what it is. Oh God! Our first episode for our podcast was actually built on this idea that men in the '90s in Bollywood had no idea just how rapey they were, and what that led to was just uh, gratuitous hip thrusts in every song, every move, everything that they did. And so, yeah, totally. There, there's so many instances I think in Bollywood of that. Um, I don't even know what to call it. Just that that rape culture or that that really shitty misogynistic type view. It's misog- misogyny. Yeah, that mm-hmm. the uh, the man can do anything as long as he like owns up to that, as we like to call it, chichora or sleazy like behaviors. Yeah. It's just charming at the end of the day. Oh, but he does it so well. It's like, well, that's this is yeah. not a good thing to push Should forward. He be yeah, doing that well? right. <laughs> Define doing that well. What does that even mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, even think- even when they like learn a lesson at the end of the movie, like uh, both those movies with uh, Varun Dhawan and Ali Ali Abad, like Badrinath Kudalini and Hamdi Yeah, he's like a terrible, terrible person. He's like abusive, yeah. verbally oh, whiny, just like totally yeah. whatever. And at the end of the day, the lesson that you're supposed to take away from that is he's terrible and he's he's doing things the wrong way, but he also gets away with it, like. Mm-hmm. In both movies, he gets the girl, and he's completely forgiven, and no one looks yeah. at him as a bad guy. But he's a terrible, terrible human. Like if if someone's boyfriend did that to them, and they were my friend, I'd be like, "Yo, this guy mm-hmm. is grade A, you know, mm-hmm. F plus, <laughs> like the worst. Like get away from this guy. He's human toxic. being. Yeah. But, uh, even songs like what? Like what are these item number songs too? Right? Oh, God. I have um, a weird relationship with item number songs. Oh, yeah, you I like those? I think no, they're like are those terrible. your feet? <laughs> <laughs> they're terrible, but like they're also like if you reclaim them, they can be really nice to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> my, thing with those, my thing with those songs is I will admit to enjoying them, yes, but with the video turned off, I can't watch them because you just have these gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chimeli is like it's pitbull. I get it's pitbull for Hindi. Yeah, Hindi he's like rabbit dogs. Chimeli is one of the worst ones I've seen. Oh my god. No, like, also no. Literally, they're all the same concept because Chikni Chimeli, Beauty, um, even Osaki Saki. Like Nora's yeah. killing it, but what's happening mm-hmm. around her? Everything around her is just like it's nasty. Well, I love Saki Saki, the OG one. <laughs> Even. The OG one is so good too. Let's or even that. let's not forget Chaneke Kentme, where after all these years of all of us oh dancing respectfully at these men these many years later in our teens, we were like, you know what? What is uh uh we just found the lyrics and just had the definition, we we're just like, hold on, time out, pause. It's so pause. bad. It's like 
Oh, he I took me know. into the trees and had his way with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, why are you yeah. singing about it then? No. Yeah. And then Molly's like, whatever. And she starts doing that. It's like, dude. <laughs> she really on. gives a thumbs up in the video. She's just like, oh, God. What? Girl, why? Girl, why? <laughs> God. Bollywood has a problem with women, I think, is just what it boils down to. I think one of the scenes Rohan and I have talked about a lot is in Edel Hemushkil. Spoiler alert, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it yet, you deserve to have it spoiled for you or slash don't watch it. It's not worth the watch. Um, when Anushka Sharma shows up and she has cancer. Oh, right. for God's sakes. What the fuck kind of vengeful agenda is that? That was so right. weird. Right. Okay, Karindor hates women. Like, can we say yeah. that? The women are portrayed so awfully in all his movies. They really are. The message yeah. that goes out with that, right? Oh, you don't love me? Okay, die. <laughs> what? The- the other message that comes out with that is, oh, um, I'm un- incapable of being loved because I have cancer and like I don't have hair anymore. Therefore, no one will want me. And it's just like, oh my god! The Her dude sh- picked his own head, and she was like, nah. <laughs> you ain't getting out of this friend like- zone, boy. <laughs> I was just gonna say as a thing for like the whole hair as a metaphor for beauty because if we go back to kuch kuch hota hai right Anjali with short hair ugly we don't like her as long as her hair grows out damn yeah, yeah. Like, what who is yeah, that's true yeah yep. speaking yep. of Anjali do you guys like my Anjali headband that I'm wearing <laughs> <I> just realized <laughs> are you gonna yell Rahul is a cheater Rahul is a cheater yeah <laughs> The, literally, the lyric has to be spoken out to here. It's like so, like cheetah. Yeah, it's dude. Oh. Your teeth have to enter like four feet yeah. in front of your body. Yeah, predator style for it to work. Predator, like the camel, like the <laughs> protruding, the protruding Ridiculous. like nasal nostril. Yeah, it's gonna be, yeah. yeah. The only way you yeah. get it right. Only way. In the, sa- in the same vein um, as Karan Johar, Sanjay Bansali, another person who is clearly never talked to a woman in his life. He's a terrible human being. Yeah. Yes. Just, just, but we can talk Bob about Mavad for, for God's like, sakes. For like we can weeks. do a whole episode on just that one movie. It's so yeah. bad. Just I think all so the topics bad. that we're trying to cover today, Bob Mavad encompasses. Um, so let's talk about, you know, colorist, how, <laughs> colorist, how Muslims are depicted, women, freaking... Uh, Homophobia? Homophobia. homophobia. Holy <laughs> yeah. God. This, it's it's like, yeah, it's the one-off film that really does do everything wrong. Let's break this down. We're going to wrap up with that. So let's delve into it. Where do we start? Mazas, lead the way. <sighs> let's start at the end. Uh, let's start at the end, okay? Yes. The, oh, my God. Greatest so, ending. So for those who are unfamiliar with Satya, it's the act of a woman, like, basically, or Johar, and, and this is, Satya is when one woman does it, uh, and it's, I think it's before marriage or after marriage after marriage maybe johar is when a bunch of women do it back in the day when they want to avoid getting raped or like pillaged or whatever by a conqueror okay so the end of spoiler alert and i don't even care if you've not seen any plan on seeing it because it's that trash but the end of this movie just basically ends with the muslim uh uh i forget his name Kilji uh, coming in, conquering the city, and all the women are like, oh, it's time. Let's get ready to rumble. And they go into a room, start a fire, jump into it, and just go out and like epic, dramatic, amazing. It Ladies seems like a celebration. Glory. Celebration. Yeah. yeah. That's what bothers me. It's like, I'm it's sure so this happened. Horrified. I'm sure there weren't, there wasn't like amazing music playing in the background as some Deepika looking person was just like, let me just prance into the fire with my homies. Yeah. Like, no. 
single tier falling and then like run beer or run veer sorry just like chasing it and it's like oh but now we he's defeated for life he never got padmavat right. and he's just like crying right. for the next door to you no no like he just wanted to hit once and that's apparently the biggest strategy ever is yeah, that like, he didn't on, get dude. to he didn't get he didn't get none of that it's ridiculous yeah. ridiculous so like, really, i think the entire like just going off of that right um if you look at alauddin hilji's like depictions and like um stories that have been written by like you know muslim uh writers like one of the biggest things right now is ertugol i don't know if y'all's parents yeah. are watching but like, yeah. oh my god like, all we do is nine to nine ertugol 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 my nephews watch that religiously they know a little bit of like turkish automatically because they watch that show so much oh my god but it, it, um, looks, it also looks really good but kilji's name comes up in there a lot and when you oh, hear it from their perspective it's like uh this like really nice ruler that's based in like the persian peninsula and like and it was so different just because i had watched badmabad like a few months back mm-hmm. so i was just like wait what he's not this awful human no. being like, right and just bollywood in general the depictions of muslims as like conquerors especially conquerors that want to acquire their women as like a like a trophies or like as a power thing it, mm-hmm. it's so rampant I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand why I didn't wear um, mascara like all the time, or not mascara, uh, eyeliner surma, all the surma. time. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because like, apparently, Muslim, if you do. apparently all Muslim men—that's just how they look. They just put gajal in their eyes, like gajal uh, and a nice beard, like yep, Jackie Shroff in Vishen Kashmir. Like you know, he's just yep. like, oh, like, like everyone in Padmavat. Yeah, it's like Amitabh and. Um, and uh <laughs> same thing just beard oh he plays Af- he's an afghan man well muslim yeah um but, yeah. exact same look yeah. yeah so it's just yeah there's there's that's the crazy part that there are like a lot of depictions of bob but too even the whole um him uh with his uh his like sidekick that he has like the gay relationship with if you will even that like it wasn't confirmed that hilji was uh, a bisexual um, there was one depiction, I think, written by, you know, obviously there's the, the Hindu-Muslim tension, unfortunately. So I guess one of the depictions was written from an Hindu guy who made him have that uh, that sidekick because even though it wasn't true, and that just ended up getting what was depicted in the movie, too. So right. um, if he actually has it or not, I don't I don't know. Uh, from my understanding, he didn't. But again, it's, there's been a lot of depictions, and it's just funny that essentially Basali's like, "Well, this is, I'm gonna choose this one." And don't worry. It, and that was also like the reason why he was like defending himself. He's like, "Well, this is just one depiction, and I chose this one, so you can't hate on me." It's like, you know what you're doing, dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We know. And, we know what yeah. you did. But also, mm-hmm. like going off of, like the entire storyline of like Hilji wanting to like get with Padmavati, like whatever her name is. Is it Padmavati or Padmavati? <laughs> Star pod for sure. I, yeah. um, Pad. yeah, <laughs> Ronnie Padma. Padma uh, is not Padma. like real. <laughs> that's how that's how we do it in America. Padma, Padma yeah. didn't want none. Anyways, uh, so Ronnie Padma uh, wasn't getting attacked by evil Persian rulers. Yeah, that was complete. Like that was from a poem, and they like right. sold it to their audience as like a completely true story. Right, right. Based on fact, etc. Yeah, it's a classic Sanjay Lila Bansali film to just like... Uh, See, Sanjay Lila Bansali, I don't know, like, again, what to feel about him because, like, aesthetically, his work is so nice. Like, the cinematography is always gorgeous. Like, Devdas is still, to this day, one of my favorite films. 
but then again he's just so inherently like Islamophobic yeah. problematic yeah, you dress up a racist. Sexist. You dress up a racist in uh, Sabisachi. He's still a racist. So. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> I need. Mean, yeah, I have a lot like to a very think about now. Quote. I have a lot. Very, to very about. good. Well done, uh, guys. We need yeah. to start our own production house. <laughs> I think so. Down. Um. Yeah, he's. I mean, that's where he gets you. He gets you with the aesthetics, the great songs, and like, oh my god, look at what they're wearing, and and, and all that, right? Mahesh Butt, Ali Butt's dad. I mean, he was on. Um, he did the rapid fire once on a uh, coffee with Garan, and one of the questions he was asked in the rapid fire was like, who's like the most overrated director in your opinion? And he was like Sanjay Lila Bansali, <laughs> and I was like, he said it very Sanjay Lila Bansali esque. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I couldn't agree with him more. I have, I definitely have a love-hate relationship there because, like, yeah. the visual aesthetics are everything, and then I have to be like, mm-hmm. no, turn, turn your brain back on. It's like for me, it's like going to Disney World. Okay, when you you know you're about to go there, you turn your brain off. Otherwise, you can't enjoy it. Right. Yeah. If you think about anything, you right. it's ruined. Think, it's done. I think like that sh- brings us like the perfect segue to our ne- next point, which is like. How do you watch things that you're super nostalgic for, right? And that you really enjoyed in childhood um, now? Because, like, during quarantine, I did, like, a Bollywood binge watch, right? And then I just, I'm like, damn, Shaka, fuck boy. No. Uh-huh. Literally for all his characters. Yeah. Um, but, like, just, like, certain nuances and all of that stuff. But, you know, just, like, separating, I guess. And you can't. You can't separate. when Once your brain turns on, you can't separate the work from, like, all the underlying bad stuff but i think i think you're right and i think that recognition is the first step in kind of solving any problem so by avoiding it and just like not being able to watch like i know people that literally turn things off because they're like this is too offensive or whatever and i'm like it's it's offensive maybe because you know it's making you feel uncomfortable but it's also something that you need to think about clearly mm. you know f- more objectively and so i think that bollywood gives us a really good gateway into why we feel and think the way that we do as a society now i think that people our age who are you know growing up and becoming professionals and fathers and mothers etc we grew up on the 90s bollywood trends that were terrible and awful for us so it's important to go back watch those understand like wow this is why this is why I wink at girls from across rooms without saying anything to them for months because Salman did it in every single movie. This is why I think it's okay to take my shirt off in random places. Oh, because Salman did <laughs> Salman it in did every it movie. In movie. So, you know, the, it's, under, it's, it's important to understand why we do the things that we do and tie it back to our childhood, feel the nostalgia, whether it's positive or negative, and then, you know, work on making it, making it better in the future. Yeah. I think recognition is the big, big thing there, right? Because like, mm-hmm there's so much romanticization of that of a lot of the things they show as well that aren't necessarily problematic but just like maybe they go a little too far with and yeah. so you have these ideas in your head and it's like recognizing that one that's not necessarily reality and seeing where it comes from and working to change that i think is mm-hmm. kind of the way forward yeah yeah and, so, and some Bollywood movies are starting to turn in that direction right Maz? like aren't there some movies now that are a little bit better about all these different topics that kind of cover things in a better way. Yeah, uh, 100. Uh, percent Kapoor and Sons is another uh, really good one that came out, I think, in 2016. Um, mm-hmm. Dear Zindagi um, talks and dives into mental health. Um, so there definitely is a wave, um, you know, and and uh, I think there is a a, a an effort to 
bring those topics to the forefront um, as, for lack of a better term, as we become a little more woke and a little bit more understanding of um, how some of our previous themes and pre previous ways of depicting movies, depicting people as been problematic. Um, but there's definitely a turn to that as well, you know? And, and you know, again, like I think uh, not, not to, uh, definitely not being like an apologist or anything, but there's aspects of Bollywood that should be call, called out, such as like everything we're mentioning right now. But then there's also good movies that, you know, do a good job of depicting some people as well. I think Joel Dukbar is a really, really good one um, as well, where it really shows the bonding and, and Hindus and Muslims coming together and, and living in harmony, right? Um, and, and so there's a lot of movies and there's a lot of good material out there as well. Um, and it's just a matter of, again, like you guys said, having like a visual asterisk, if you will while watching all the problematic ones mm -hmm. i like that i'm gonna I'm gonna make that a thing visual asterisk <laughs> <laughs> nice um there's yes. definitely like a a slow very very slow shift in the culture there that we're seeing yeah yeah but it, again like like we talked about before it's about calling it out understanding this is problematic and calling it out for what it is mm -hmm. um and, and I yeah, think, that's always a good first step and i think just to like add on to that it's at the end of the day, if we're just calling out Bollywood and just being like, these movies are bad and ended at that, uh, we're being unfair to, uh, like, just everything in general. Because, like, it doesn't just start, activism isn't just you turning off, you know, the Bollywood movie that you think is problematic. It's, like, having these conversations at home as well. Like, hey, why do we place such an emphasis on this, right? Maybe bringing it um, into, like, dinner table conversations as well, like, because the topics that we talked about, whether it be colorism or like how women are depicted as like objects or just like, you know, um, Islamophobia, they're reflective of like the cultures that we live in. Mm -hmm. And it's important to have those discussions as well. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, I think that leaves us at a good place to kind of wrap up today's session. Before we head off, we're going to do, I just want you to do like rapid fire questions with Ooh, I'm not Okay, Karan. <laughs> <laughs> <God, no. laughs> better looking. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go that route. Um, super quick. What is the last movie everybody here watched? K3G. Here's Zara here. Uh, it's got to be Bollywood, right? Um, duplicate. Nice. I gotta get around to that one. Duplicate is wild. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so bad, but it's so funny. It's so great. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest song ever. Um, speaking of that, what is your current favorite song? Ooh. Oh. Mine's actually not a uh, Bollywood song, but it is from the South Asian kind of sphere. It's uh, Bekana from Pare Hat Love, which is a Pakistani movie. I haven't listened to Met or Boyfriend. R.I.P. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Was, poor guy. That was heartbreaking. It really was. Yeah. So I'm really, really jam out to that. <laughs> I've been listening to uh, Bolhu, or it's, it's called something else in Malung, but it's from Nescafe Basement, and Bollywood just oh. kind of popped the right for it. Oh man, yes. I'm obsessed with that song. It is on repeat. Send that. A little send too that. much. I love Nescafe Cafe. Or Basement. Nescafe Basement. Nescafe Basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nescafe Imagine Cafe. Imagine they call it Nescafe <laughs> Cafe. Love it. Creative. Wow. <laughs> we need one more word. Um, oh, I know. Cafe. 
<laughs> what if we like just doubled it? Twice the good. Twice the good. Why is the executive producer poo? Double time it. <laughs> what the hell? We had a joke about poo. <laughs> this backless. is your time to shine. It's no, literally. Okay, why? Well, it's so dumb. But like, me and Hamna were talking about, you know, Pooh is such an iconic character. Why is her name Pooh? Because she is the sh- <laughs> shit. Wow, you got it. <laughs> oh, Are you guys going to write a book of these? Because I think there's a market for it. Yeah. We should mm-hmm. do it. Roja, let's go. Maybe they see Standard Time and like um, after the storm can collaborate with like an illustrator and we'll just have like Bollywood iconic quotes and we'll have someone illustrate them and it's just jokes <laughs> underneath. I like it. Daisy dad it. jokes. I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, Alrighty. Roja, you didn't share your song. Oh, okay. Uh, I've just been listening to like... On the spot. Um, I've literally just been streaming BTS, okay? <laughs> so uh, I'm the K-pop stand you're looking for. But um, just like indie Desi music also. Like, I've been listening to Nuri, Akhri Salam, and, and they're both so good. Uh, Akhri Pakistani Salam is rock. a song. But, like, always the best. It's the local train. Yeah, Pakistani rock is amazing. But the last Bollywood song that I listened to was Be Mahi from Kesari. It was really mm. nice. Nice. It was so song. I've never heard that. Be Mahi is so good. I'm going to go back through this episode when I'm listening and watch and listen to everything that I've missed <laughs> out on because there's a lot. <laughs> yeah a lot of catching up to do for sure mm-hmm. righty i think that's uh that's it for today guys thank you so much for joining us this has been such a fun session yeah thank you thank for you having us. us yeah so thank you Moss squared we really appreciated this yes keep doing thank good you. work on yeah, the pleasure. uh in the northern part of the world uh <laughs> we are rooting from you guys, for you guys from afar we're um, rooting for you guys when can <laughs> we accept something new in Daisy standard time Ooh, asking Ooh. the tough questions. <laughs> exactly. Putting us on the spot. We sweating. You know, we're, uh, we're, ready, we're ready to roll out our new season, but we just think that it's appropriate to kind of um, be in the background right now. I think there's a lot of other more important yeah. things going on in the world. And uh, we're, we've got content to, to keep people engaged, but I think that mm-hmm. we're going to wait and see what happens with 2020 before we uh, really set a date. Yeah, well said. And where can people tune into Daisy Standard? What are your social media? Uh, yeah, Ooh, it's plug time. Yes, it's plug time. Go for it. I like it. I like it. Experience interviewers. Very, very good. Um, yeah, well, you can follow us on IG, Instagram, for those of you that don't know what IG is, uh, and Twitter at Daisy Standard. Um, so D-E-S-I-S-T-A-N-D-A-R-D. I always like to do the spelling regardless. So. Yep. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, okay. anywhere you like to listen to your, fam- your favorite podcast. Yes. We're also on Ruckus Avenue Radio every Tuesday. So um, check us out. Um, mm-hmm. We love hearing from everyone. So yeah, um, yeah, let us know what you thought. We also like to okay. create a pay- playlist uh, and all the songs that we might mention throughout our episodes. For people so like Humna? Check out- for people like Humna, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, what's that song called? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just play it. Uh, called Daisy Standard Tunes um, on Spotify uh, and uh, Apple as well. So be sure yeah, to check so we put out. each uh, we put each episode songs and stuff that we mentioned on there. So it's it's a good mm-hmm. it's a good resource. But yeah, yeah, check us out. Thank you once again for tuning in. This has been Roha, and this is Humna. We'll catch you next time. 
In the meantime, give us a follow on our Instagram at afterthestorm.podcast. Let us know what you thought. Bye-bye.